At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in, everybody. It is indeed the Pro Football Blitz, hour number two. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. And we continue to roll through the rotation here of games, the final regular season Sunday in the National Football League. And we've landed in the NFC East, the Giants at the Eagles. The Giants are in. They clinched a playoff spot last week with a win over the Colts. They are the sixth seed, and that is fixed. They cannot move up or down. Of course, the Eagles still trying to clinch that number one seed in the NFC. They have lost two in a row with Gardner Minshew at quarterback, but will Jalen Hurts be back as the starter for the Eagles in this game? That is a big question mark as far as the point spread is concerned, as is will the Giants play any of their starters in this game? Some big question marks indeed in this game, Mike, and the market seems to think that we will get Hurts. They also appear to think that we will not get many of the starters for the New York Giants. The line has ticked up and over 14 now here in most shops in Las Vegas. Right now, the consensus number, the Eagles favored by 16, 43 is your total. Yeah, this game is very, very interesting to me. I mean, it's double digits. I'm not doing that from a, a you know betting standpoint, laying it with the Eagles, even though they're desperate uh, for that number one seed. I get that. Uh, and then on the other side, too, with the Giants, right? Uh, and, okay, are they going to play their starters? I mean, the Giants have accomplished so much. They're a surprising team. They're one of them. There's yes, two surprising sure. teams. Uh, this is one of them. If you were Dable and you captured the buy-in, uh, are, do you do you get different? Do you be different? Like, do you rest all the starters now? I mean, hey, we made it. We arrived. We're in the playoffs. Or do you force these guys to stay hungry? Mm-hmm. And because I, I think the buy-in that Dable captured, and he should win Coach of the Year, was spectacular this year with that roster. With that roster. Um, and, and so – Running the risk of injury, I mean, we all know what the risk of injury is versus just keeping that right mindset. I mean, I I think it would be a humongous mistake for Dable to take the foot off the gas here. Uh, But, uh, you know, that's his decision, obviously. Now, from a betting standpoint, I can't can't project that, right? Uh, And then on the other side, too, with the Eagles in a desperate spot, I I know this, Brady, they are 51-49 pass-run ratio. They are a balanced team. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a big part of being balanced was the quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah. Uh, But without Jalen Hurts, this offense has been all over the place. It's been a mess. Uh, No consistency, some key injuries, too. Uh, So even with Jalen back, if he does play injured, 
I don't know what that's going to look like. And it's certainly not going to help me lay 14 points. Yeah, no, uh, we've talked about it many times. And, you know, maybe this can be another pro tip for our number two here. You know, week 18, these lines are inflated with the teams that have something to play for. Uh, in this case, the Eagles playing for a number one seed. Uh, you take the Seahawks, you know, a team that must win. The Green Bay Packers must win. You know, there are inflated point spreads left and right in this final week of the season uh, because the odds makers know that they have to protect themselves. They mm -hmm. know they're probably going to get an onslaught of money on the team that has something to play for the right. Miami dolphins, what have you. Uh, so you're paying an extra tax certainly on these teams that uh, are, you know, eyeing a prize like a playoff spot or a number one seed. I've heard the ticket uh, ticket count here on the Philadelphia Eagles is in the neighborhood of four to one. <laughs> and that doesn't even include all the parlays and teasers. Uh, I think the general public or the masses is pretty loaded up heavy on the Eagles and we saw the market move uh, earlier this weekend as well all the way from 14 to 16 now uh, if Daniel Jones does not play and I kind of suspect Mike that he, he might maybe he'll play a series but okay. you know Davis Webb was elevated from the practice squad mm -hmm. uh, and that kind of you know tips the uh, tips your hand yes, there that uh, Tyrod Taylor is going to be your backup and, and or your starter and Webb would be the backup to Taylor but Ty, but uh, Tyrod Taylor is a very serviceable backup, in, in my opinion. And, and I think 14, 15, 16, whatever you want to say, I, I think that is quite a bit of points. If, if Gardner Minshew ends up starting for Philadelphia in this game or maybe replacing Hurts mm -hmm. early, uh, if you want to give Jace, uh, Jalen a few reps or what have you, if Minshew plays the, the majority of this game, then I think this line is four or five or six points too high. Um, what's interesting is the Eagles have been one of the best first-half teams in the league this season. If Hurts is able to get the Eagles out, let's say Jalen Hurts starts, and he's able to get the Eagles out to a big lead in the first half, I think there's a chance that he will be pulled from the game, and that really swings the back door wide open for New York. Uh, my numbers come to Eagles minus nine, Eagles minus five, and Eagles minus 13. And you have to note that these calculations are all based upon Daniel Jones and Jalen Hurts playing the entire game. Uh, and not one of those numbers reaches 14. So, you know, not that my numbers are the end-all, be-all, but I think it proves our point that this line is inflated. I actually played the Giants here plus 14, and you can say that number's bad. Certainly I could have gotten something better had I waited, but – I still think 14's too many. 14's too many. 16, I think I'm going to play this game with the Giants because, I, I mean, I, I just even Daniel Jones doesn't play. I get it, right? I mean, has he, he's he been great lately, but mm -hmm. not the entire season. What, what's happening with the Giants, too, is if you're on that roster, you want to stay, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. if you are a backup and you were going to play in this game, why would, the, why would, why would there be such a drastic or dramatic drop-off from this roster? Right, you know, the starters—they're—they're they're not household names out there, and then even the backups. I'm sure there's been competition uh, along the way, so man, that's a lot of points right there. Even it with Jalen uh, coming back from injury, and, and like I say, if Philadelphia is out to a big lead and mm -hmm. they pull Jalen Hurts. Um, if he plays the majority of the game yeah. or whatever, uh, the back door should be wide open for a long time in this game. We will see. Uh, the Cardinals at the 49ers, another big point spread in this one. San Francisco, they need a win here. They need the Giants to beat the Eagles, and then they would capture the number one seed in the NFC. If the Vikings win and the Eagles win and the 49ers lose, they would drop back into the number three seed. But uh, you figure they take care of business here and likely remain the number two seed in the NFC. David Blau will start at quarterback again for the Cardinals as they are shutting down Colt McCoy for the year. Uh, tough to know what Arizona's motivation is here really in this game. I mean, their season is shot. Uh, their coach is probably going to be let go maybe immediately after this game. J.J. Uh, Watt is retiring. He's announced his retirement. Uh, this will be his last game, and maybe that's the only inspiration that Arizona can really lean on here. Mike, the Niners laying a big number. San Francisco has now also ticked above 14. 14 and a half, the current consensus number, with a total of 39 and a half. Any word on their starters not playing, 49ers? I think they're going to play. Yes, they are. <laughs> uh, I mean, Kyle Shanahan has now said that Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel, and Christian McCaffrey are all going to play. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I don't I, know if they'll finish the game. No, but. I mean, but you got to get – more reps for Purdy if he's going to continue mm -hmm. at quarterback and you're going to have more reps with the starters. I mean, um, one of the things the 49ers have proven is that they have depth and they're not worried about injuries, right? Uh, even if you look at the track record, the family, um, Mike, his dad, Kyle, I mean, 
I, I think these teams, these core coaches understand uh, how you prepare people for a playoff run uh, mentally. Uh, and so, yeah, the 49ers battled injuries all year long, and they overcame that. You know, think about the quarterback situation alone. Who goes three deep at quarterback and still could be a Super Bowl winner? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so it's just a mentality, right? And that's, that's, that's what's so fascinating about betting these games because on one side, the market is saying, oh, the Giants, are, they're sitting their starters, and therefore, okay, they're such a humongous underdog. And, well, the 49ers are not sitting their starters, and, okay, they're a sizable favorite here, but – you know, it, it's just fascinating how it could ebb and flow that way. Um, but I, I stayed away again. It's a, it's a, it's a double-digit situation, even though the Cardinals are just horrendous, and they have been all year. Well, I mentioned that uh, Kyle Shanahan looks to get Elijah Mitchell, Christian McCaffrey, and Debo Samuel some action. I don't believe it's going to be for the entire game. Uh, you know, it's kind of the same. The situation is similar for the Eagles and the 49ers. Let's get out to a big lead and then call off the dogs. Um, I have a feeling uh, Kyle Shanahan does want to get some reps for his stars and then pull them from the game. Brock Purdy, by the way, he has been at his worst when he has been faced uh, with a blitz. And Arizona is the second most blitz-happy team in the league. We could see a big dose of the San Francisco running game here because of that. Going up against one of the worst rushing defenses in the league as of late, during its six-game losing streak, Arizona has given up nearly 125 yards rushing per game on average. The last time these two teams met in Mexico City, San Francisco rushed for 159 yards and held the Cardinals to just 67 yards rushing in what was a 38-10 final. Uh, like so many games this week, the, and I said this earlier, the numbers just don't really make sense to what the situation is. The numbers can't, you know, the, the numbers don't have a heartbeat and they can't uh, see there what the situation is with teams wanting to pull their starters. This also could be like the Giants and the Eagles game where the back door might swing wide open for the Arizona Cardinals late in the game. Um, I think, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to play this game uh, and I, I don't want to lay it with San Francisco and I certainly don't want to take it with the Arizona Cardinals Although Cliff Kingsbury is very good in the role of road underdog, 17-7-1 against the number as a road underdog, including another one that he put in the win column last week, covering the number against the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Yeah, with Blau, <laughs> quarterback. 0-6 as a starter. 0-6 as a starter. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm staying away from this game. I mean, I can't even lean away in this game, <laughs> not even to the under, because the 49ers, again, it's the best roster in football, quality, quality depth uh, throughout. Uh, and it's a mentality that that they've had all year long. Um, and, you know, we know what the goal is, and that's going to the Super Bowl. I mean, they established that trying to go all in when they traded for Trey Lance. And uh, it's come together for the 49ers. This story with Brock Purdy, too, everything – has come together here, um, so I, I, I. But I don't want to lay. I just, I just. That's just my own rule. I, I stay and I stick with my rules. I don't lay double digits in games. My, uh, my stat crunch. The Arizona Cardinals come out for me as the very worst team in football. Mm -hmm. My numbers for this game come out: uh, 49ers minus 17 and a half, minus 14, and minus 17. But again. <laughs> I'm not running to the window to lay it. I don't know how long this 49er uh, starting crew is going to be in this game, and I certainly don't want to take it with an ugly dog like the Arizona Cardinals. We'll be back with more in just a moment as we continue to roll through Week 18 in the NFL. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of the Pro Football Blitz is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that has helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands that there isn't just one right time to make a change. Everybody's timeline is a little different. Everybody has their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take the first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out the Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. We have made our way to the Cowboys and the Commanders, Mr. Pritchard. Dallas currently the number five seed in the NFC. It would take a minor miracle for Dallas to secure the number one seed. Both the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers would have to lose as big favorites, and Dallas would have to beat the Washington Commanders. The Commanders, they have been eliminated from the postseason, and uh, evidently we knew that before uh, Coach Ron Rivera did. (laughs) Uh, With that, he uh, will see what his rookie quarterback has learned over the season here. Sam Howell will get the start for the Washington Commanders, and I think it's hard to find much of any motivational angle for either team here, Mike. The Commanders, they don't really have an opportunity to play spoiler if they beat Dallas, Uh, and and the market has really responded. Uh, The Cowboys opened up as four-and-a-half-point favorites uh, with action and the news on Howell. They have now moved to seven-point favorites. Forty is your total. Yeah, I mean, we've also seen uh, the backups for the Cowboys too, uh, you know, because of injuries. Like if you think about Dak going down, uh, Cooper Rush and all that stuff, right? And uh, I mean, the Commanders are down to Hal. Mm-hmm. The, the plan was, I mean, this is this is. Is he really that much of a downgrade, though? I mean, how Heineke can you get how Wentz? can you get worse than Carson Wentz last? I year? have no idea how good <laughs> he's going to be. <laughs> I mean, it's been the year of the backup quarterback. It's been also the year of the third string quarterback. Yeah, and, and these guys are sometimes practice the squad fourth. Guys. Yeah, these guys are practice squad guys, and you know, oh, but it's it's the it's the NFL today, I guess. But yeah, I, I don't have anything on how. I mean, I, I I couldn't even evaluate that. I couldn't even try to sound good talking about how right now. I mean, I could, but I'm not. Um, and then there's no accountability with the commanders either. I mean, I think Ron Rivera, uh, every year he's been there, has been a losing season, I believe. Uh, he won a division with a losing season. Uh, Del Rio, yeah, your defense made a charge, but then now your defense has regressed again uh, down the stretch. Offensively, you want it, Carson Wentz, who, who I don't know who did, but somebody did, didn't work out. Heineke gives you a spark, then you bench him. For another spark, but then that thing was not even sparking. Um, <laughs> so I, I guess Sam House. So it, they're grasping for straws here, and that for a professional football franchise uh, is just a recipe for disaster. But then it's the Cowboys too, right? Can the Cowboys mess it up from a betting standpoint? I would feel good about teasing the Cowboys, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Yep. I hear you. Um, We know about the Dallas Cowboys pass rush. The commanders, they rank 25th in sacks given up per game. So Sam Howell, he's going to be having to get rid of that ball quick. And as Washington likes to do, dump it off to running backs out of the backfield. That should work well for this team. If that's the route they're going to go, the Cowboys rank 28th in the league in giving up 6.3 yards per target to running backs out of the backfield. Commanders will also try and run the ball against the Cowboys defense that ranks 21st in yards surrendered on the ground. Uh, 
Uh, Washington defense is decent, but they will be facing the number two team in red zone offense, the number three team in third down conversion percentage, and the very best team in yards per point on offense. Prior to last week's game against uh, what was basically a Tennessee practice squad, the Cowboys have given up 23 points to Houston, 40 points to Jacksonville, and 34 points to the Philadelphia Eagles. Since their bye week, Dak Prescott has a touchdown-to-interception ratio of 19-12 to and a fumble. Uh, I come up as far as numbers with Cowboys minus 12, Cowboys minus 7.5, and, and Cowboys minus 3.5, but... I tell you, Mike, I would probably take it before I lay it. I, I think Rivera will have his team ready to play hard, but I just don't know about Sam Howell. Uh, like I mentioned, I don't think he's really going to be that much of a downgrade. How much worse can you get than Carson Wentz was last week? I'm going to sit this one out. I, I think the number seems about right. Uh, if it was any higher, I would uh, take a look at Washington, but uh, I think this is another one. I don't have a ton of plays in Week 18. I think they're all hard to figure out, including this one. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I, I, there's a chance, I guess, Rivera could somehow reach these players in Week 18. I don't know how, though, because it's like the last three years, they hit that seven-game win wall. Even with the extra game the last two years, they can't get past seven wins. Maybe that's the message. I don't know. Going to how, uh, if I'm a player in that locker room, you're going to how, uh, especially if I'm a veteran, like a lot of players are on that roster, you're going to how. I'm like, what are we doing? You know, what direction are we going in? Is mm -hmm. my coach even going to be here next year? We're going to have a different owner. I mean, yeah. there's so many yeah. things that could I mean, be distractions. That, yeah, it's those are all great points, and it just adds to another reason why yeah. I'm probably going to sit this game out. <laughs> there, right. There's a lot of unknowns yep. as we wind down the end of the regular season. Uh, the Lions at the Packers. I think it's kind of interesting that this was flexed to Sunday night because, as we discussed earlier when we were talking about the Seattle game, if the Seahawks win their game over the Rams, uh, the Lions will be eliminated from the postseason. Uh, we've seen the line tick towards the Green Bay Packers a little bit. It opened Packers minus four and a half and stayed there for a long time. Then later in the week, some fives started to show up in the market, and that is now the consensus number, Mike. Packers laying five points at home with a total of 49. Do you like the total over 49 and a half at all? Minus 110, either way. I, I prefer the over rather than under, yeah, yes. Yeah, because the Packers, I mean, it's, it's if the Detroit Lions can bring their offense to this party, mm -hmm. right? The Packers have averaged about 30 points a game the last three games. And I, it, from an offensive standpoint, this is what the Packers were trying to get to from a tinkering standpoint. Usually, you know, trying to get some experience with the pups, uh, grow up pups, get some, get some confidence as well. Uh, they took a long road to get there, but they're there. This is what... Uh, it should have looked like a long time ago. But obviously, some things happened along the way with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but defensively, too, I, I think they found some moxie. I think they found some swag on that side of the ball. They're, they're immensely talented. I think Joe Barry, uh, from a coordinator standpoint, was armed with about six first-rounders. You know, you had some injuries. You had people in and out of the lineup. But is it coming together at the right time? To me, it is. And I think they have that confidence, too, that – and they're going to be in Lambeau. I mean, obviously, to me, it's saying, okay, you got to lay it uh, with the Packers if you like that. Uh, if you like the total, though, I think this does have a chance to go over. Uh, I don't think the Lions are going to lay down. There could be a letdown depending on what happens. Um, but I don't see that. I, I think the Lions need to establish themselves on the road. Uh, and the fighting Campbells need to establish themselves on the road. And what I'm saying right now is that this has been preached inside that building uh, and the week of preparation. You know, we can't control everything, but we can control us uh, and being better and preparing better for games on the road, especially in the division. And if this is the team that we're chasing uh, now is Green Bay, then we want to surpass Green Bay, and maybe we're going to chase the Vikings now. So I, I, I think the momentum could be on the side for the Lions, and I have looked over at that total as well. Yeah, I tell you, I think you can expect to see a lot of the running game on display for both teams here in this game. The Packers and the Lions rank respectively 26th and 29th in yards allowed on the ground. Although, in their last three games, the Green Bay defense has only allowed 85 yards rushing on average. Detroit, however, coughing up 190 yards on average per game defensively in their last three games. Uh, the Lions, they are a different team on the road versus what they are at home, but over the last 
four games, both of these teams averaging nearly 30 points per game. It is the highest total on the board for your Sunday slate. And like I say, Mike, I'd rather go over uh, rather than under here. Packers 29th in yards per play allowed on defense. Detroit is 32nd. Green Bay is 28th in yards per pass attempt allowed. The Lions are 31st. Um, my numbers would indicate a play on Detroit here. I have the Packers minus one and a half, pick them, and Packers minus one. Uh, but the factor of the Seattle Seahawks uh, yeah. possibly winning that game and eliminating Detroit uh, prior to this game beginning, um, I, I think, uh, first of all, I think the line's inflated for that yeah. reason. I think you're definitely paying a tax on the Green Bay Packers because of that. But And like we've talked about, I, I think Dan Campbell, his style of coaching, you got to believe he's going to have his guys pumped to play no matter what. Um, but I, the only play I have on this game is the one I talked about earlier, the correlated mm -hmm. parlay. The Seattle, uh, Seattle Seahawks on the money line with the Green Bay Packers on the money line parlayed together. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the situation. It's the last game, too, that way. And um, there's only so many things you can do pre-flop, right, and, and trying to anticipate what the line could do, uh, even if the Lions find themselves not playing for anything. But, um, you know, uh, the running game is the running game. But this is, a, like, essentially a playoff game, play, win to get in kind of situation. And, uh, that ball better be in number 12's hands. Mm -hmm. that, he better have control over this game if you're the floor. Well, I think it is worth noting, and we've talked about this a couple times on the show when the Packers have had this situation. Uh, from week 10 out, the Packers have a huge advantage and also a very incredible record against teams that play in a dome because of the weather mm -hmm. during this stretch, during this time of the year in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Forecast currently calling for a high temperature on Sunday of 30 degrees in Green Bay. When football we come weather. yeah, that's right, football weather in Green Bay for sure. Uh, when we come back, we will get to the Patriots and the Bills and also the Ravens and the Bengals before we get to the football contest show at the top of the hour. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Winter sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. It's a whole new game. The Ravens at the Bengals. Obviously, so much attention has been paid to the Buffalo Bills this week. But here's the other side of the equation. Of course, the Cincinnati Bengals, they were also involved in Monday's very traumatic experience. And you have to ask, how are they going to respond? What is their mental state for this game? And now you add in the fact that they can no longer get the number one seed because of the decisions that the NFL made this week and the stipulations as it relates to the canceling of that Bills-Bengals Monday night game and the fact they've already locked up the division title, uh, again, due to the NFL's decisions. Uh, so what it is that we have here is a rematch between the Ravens and the, Baltimore, and the Cincinnati Bengals, a rematch from Week 5 when we saw Baltimore win it in their house, 19-17. to It's now Cincy's turn in their yard, Mike, and they are a big favorite here. Nine points is currently your consensus in favor of Cincy, 39 and a half for your total. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens are limping into the playoffs. I mean, uh, I thought there was a potential for them to slide, um, but they held it together well enough to get into the playoffs to qualify. I mean, certainly early on, but uh, the issues still persist defensively, uh, I think, for the Ravens, uh, communication issues, and then uh, as well as the older statesmen, if you will, on that defensive front. Um, and you wonder uh, against a team like Cincinnati, who Cincinnati – uh, say what you will about what has transpired. I mean, playing solid football down the stretch, averaging right around 27 points a game uh, the last three games, maybe even more than that. Um, but it's it's that team mentally that's come together, too. Uh, they're, they're hitting on all cylinders. I'm using cliches here, but uh, it, it's the distractions are, are troubling, though. Like, to see the comments, you know, and, and talking about how unfair everything was, uh, I get that. And, and, you know, maybe your executives are supposed to do that, right? But when the players, you know, kind of make mention of it or the coach makes mention of it, then, okay, wait a minute, you got football to play, right? Uh, and you got to keep momentum going. I mean, the, the Bengals established momentum last year 
And that momentum took them to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you can't lose that at all. This is a good football team, a solid football team that's getting healthy as well. So it's underneath double digits. Uh, it's still a lot of points to lay in a divisional game. I mean, you're beyond two possessions. Uh, and, and I understand that familiarity and all that, too. So I've stayed away from the game only because uh, I didn't like uh, the Bengals being uh, a slight bit distracted uh, this week beyond the reasons why they should have been distracted, and that was with DeMar, of course. Right, right. Good point. So distraction on top of distraction. Yeah. Uh, since Tyler Huntley took over for Lamar Jackson in the Denver game six weeks ago, the Ravens are 3-2, and two, and they are averaging less than 12 points scored on offense per game. The Bengals, they have not lost since Halloween. They've won seven in a row straight up and against the spread. Uh, Baltimore's defense continues to improve every week. They have not allowed an opponent to gain 300 yards on offense uh, on average since November. They rank fourth and third down defense. They're second in red zone defense, fifth in sacks per game, and second in yards per point on defense. Not too shabby for Cincinnati either. They are sixth in defensive passer rating, 11th in red zone defense, 10th in yards per point on defense. Here's one for you, Mike. Since 2004, Teams that went from worst to first in their division the season prior, as, of course, the Bengals did last year. They are 43-66-3 against the spread, including 12-29 against the spread as a division home team and 2-7 and straight up, 1-8 and against the number when facing a team coming off of a division game, which, of course, the Ravens are. Uh, my numbers all come out in favor of Baltimore. I've got the Bengals minus a half, the Ravens minus two, and the Ravens minus two. Uh, I like the I like the fact that the Ravens uh, have you know they're winning games even though they're not scoring much, but they are keeping games close. And there's six losses this season. Baltimore, on average, has not lost a game by more than four and a half points. I think uh, I think nine's enough. If you can get a ten or a nine and a half, I think that's good. Uh, but I like taking the points here with the Ravens. Yeah, I can see how you got there too. I mean, I looked at taking the points in, in a game. But, you know, Cincinnati distractions aside, if they can put them aside, uh, this is a really good football team. Uh, mm -hmm. But, but I mean, that's the wild card for me. I, that's why I stayed away. But I, I would lean towards the points here uh, as well with the Ravens. All right, let's move on to the Patriots at the Bills. And first of all, just wonderful, progressively better and better news out of the Buffalo Bills camp for their safety, DeMar Hamlin, this week. Uh, that was just fantastic. And thank goodness for the first responders there on the field for both the Bengals and the Bills side, acting so quickly, really saving this young man's life. I really had my doubts initially, but it was really so nice to get some good news uh, during this week. And now the Bills have to get back to business, but at least now they have the comfort in knowing that their fallen brother uh, is on the mend. Uh, if the Patriots win this game, Mike, they are in the playoffs, and they can still get in with a loss as well if the Jets beat Miami and Cleveland beats the Steelers. But they are on the road here in Buffalo where the emotions in that stadium ought to be at a fever pitch. I'm telling you, that is going to be something to watch. The Patriots are currently a 7.5-point underdog, 43.5 for your total. Yeah, I mean, the emotions in that building, they're always at a fever pitch, right. right? I mean, playing up there for a number of years and. And I was playing against that Buffalo Bill football team uh, with all those Hall of Famers. And, uh, I, I mean, it's an incredible, incredible atmosphere, difficult spot to win a football game. Uh, now, DeMar Hamlin, I, I echo what you said. I mean, remarkable uh, a power of prayer, everything uh, involved in this situation. And um, the first responders, uh, the doctors in attendance, I mean, the best care possible uh, determine that outcome, right? Uh, so thankful for that uh, and and certainly uh, hopeful for the future for DeMar. But uh, with the Bills, it's like you just wanted information as players. Mm -hmm. You know, could you concentrate? Could you focus on, on practice? Uh, even though the league said, hey, we're going to proceed with week 18. No, you couldn't. But when you got information from the hospital, when you got information from his family, DeMar's family, when you got information from DeMar himself, I, I think that that can you talk about a spark that that can inspire uh, a team more so than than just the common goal of going and winning a Super Bowl, because you have selfish reasons for doing that. Right. You have selfish reasons for being successful. But now you have a collective reason to not be so selfish. And 
you have a collective reason to rely on everybody, to trust everybody, to love everybody, and to execute uh, the way that you're supposed to. And if the Bills execute, I mean, they're such a better team than the Patriots. I mean, it's just not even a contest right there. But then you think about the preparation and, and how much good, great work did they have, too. And, you know, th those initial plays, too, after being on a field and going through a traumatic experience. So maybe a slow start could happen. But I, I think, like you and like a lot of people, the Patriots are walking into a buzzsaw. Uh, and I don't know how they're going to operate offensively if they haven't operated offensively all year long uh, in that type of environment. Well, Patriots running back Ramondre Stevenson from uh, right here in Las Vegas, Centennial High School. He's been very good for New England, uh, both on the ground and catching passes out of the backfield. But that kind of plays into the strengths of this Buffalo defense. Their fourth and rushing defense are the Bills. Their ninth and third down defense. And going against the Patriots offense that ranks 26th in third down conversion percentage. Uh, they are number one in red zone defense are the Bills. And they're going up against the New England team that is dead last in red zone offense. Uh, ever since that crazy wind game, you remember that one mm -hmm. that was just absolutely nuts and the Patriots beat the Buffalo Bills? Ever since then, the Bills have hammered the Patriots in three separate occasions. Josh Allen in those three games has averaged eight yards per passing play, and the end totals were 24 to 10. 33 to 21 and 47 17, an average margin of victory of better than 18 points. My calculations come out awfully close to the actual spread here. I've got Bills minus eight, Bills minus five, and Bills minus seven and a half. And I think, Mike, this is a really difficult game to call. Uh, you could have an inflated point spread here, possibly. Uh, you have to believe that the mental state of the Buffalo Bills has improved tremendously. They could even be inspired. But the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Las Vegas Raiders and the Buffalo Bills can no longer get that number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, you know, sometimes at this moment, that probably doesn't matter to Buffalo. I mean, I, you're right. I think at one point it did certainly focus on that. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's different now, I think, for Buffalo. Um, and, yeah, uh, you know, it, the, the, I guess the saving grace for them – uh, and if in that regard is that the NFL has set it up to where it'd be a neutral site. It's not going to be at Arrowhead. So if you're a Buffalo, you don't get to buy, but I don't know if you want to buy. I think you want to play football after those initial uh, plays and you get through that uh, because again, that collective, that goal uh, as a team, as a family now is, uh, is strictly in focus for you. Yep, I, I can understand that. I can buy that. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, how Buffalo performs in this ballgame. It's been obviously a very rough week for the Buffalo Bills and the playoff lives on the line for the New England Patriots. We'll come back. We preview Saturday night football, the Titans and the Jaguars for all the marbles in the AFC South. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer for only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every game. Deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down the brackets, the best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe today for up to only for up to just $9.99 and become a part of the Sparts Betting Network. That's V-S-I-N slash subscribe. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you, and they're about to kick off Saturday night football here pretty soon. It'll be coming up in about 25 minutes from now. The Titans and the Jaguars from North Florida, and this is, of course, for all the AFC South Division marbles. The winner of this game will win the division and clinch a spot in the postseason. The Jaguars, they have won four games in a row. The Titans have lost six straight, and one of those losses coming to these very same Jaguars Five weeks ago in Nashville, 36-22, your final. Derrick Henry will be back healthy for this game, but Joshua Dobbs, he will be making his second straight start at quarterback in place of Malik Willis. Dobbs was not bad in his start last week against the Cowboys. He played without Henry and without a number of other players. It was mostly backups in that game, and he went 20 of 39 for 232 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. Mike, the Jaguars, a decent-sized home favorite here. The consensus number now up to 6.5, 39.5 for your total. Yeah, I mean, a lot on the line here um, for Tennessee, for both teams, really, but um... – Let's get to Dobbs because I'm curious about this. Your thoughts on it. Uh, didn't play bad at home on a short week uh, against the Cowboys. All right. And, and it's okay. This is a, an extended week, obviously, with preparation. Uh, but he's making his first start on the road mm-hmm. as a quarterback in the National Football League with everything on the line here. Um, the GM was fired. Uh, obviously, uh, Downing has gone through some issues, too. So, I think there's some rumblings within the organization with Tennessee. I know Derrick Henry comes back, gives Dobbs a boost, helps him out as a quarterback out there because you got a beast like that at running back. Uh, but they have a premium, premium players defensively that are not available for this game either. Um, and I think for the way that Vrabel coaches, the way that the Tennessee Titans play, they don't win by large margins, right? They don't blow mm-hmm. people out. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if this is a possession type of game, uh, the Jaguars could be ready for that. They have been in possession-type games all year long. They started to find ways to win those games, though, after the Raiders. Uh, And then they found ways to win on the road on top of that when they had not won on the road. So I guess what I'm getting to is that the Jaguars have unlocked a mystery of a lot of things that have helped them this year. Uh, And now they are a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't like that. I do like them on a teaser Mm -hmm. uh, that that I have. And it's like, you know – Jacksonville at home, this is a playoff game. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Jacksonville, the last time they had a big game like this or a playoff game, they've had three playoff appearances in the last 20 seasons. <laughs> I mean, that crowd is going to be juiced. Yeah. Uh, and I think this young football team, it's a young man's game out there. I think this young football team uh, is going to be juiced up as well. Well, this is kind of interesting. If you're looking for some prop bets out there, both of these teams are really poor at defending tight ends. So this could be a game that'll be a security blanket possibly for Joshua Dobbs, uh, his tight ends, and uh, Trevor Lawrence going the other way too with Evan Ingram. 
Uh, if you're looking for the prop market here on some tight ends, could be a productive day on both sides or for both teams, rather. Uh, other than the tight ends, Joshua Dobbs, he is going to need a monster day from Derrick Henry. The Jaguars run defense pretty good, though, ranking 11th currently in yards allowed on the ground. In their last meeting, Henry carried the ball 17 times for 121 yards with a touchdown, but two very costly fumbles. They were both big difference makers in that contest. Uh, Tennessee, they, you mentioned they're without some uh, defensive players. They're getting a few key players back, however, uh, in this game. They do rank third in third down defense. They're fifth in yards per point defensively. During this six-game losing streak, the Titans are scoring less than 15 points per game on offense on average. If they're going to win it here, Mike, it's going to have to be Derrick Henry and that defense. During the four-game winning streak for the Jacksonville Jaguars, they have scored over 31 points per game on average. My numbers would indicate a bet on Tennessee here. They come to Jaguars minus one and a half, Jaguars minus two, and pick them. I, I do think the Titans are the side to play here. Uh, obviously, if you, could get, if you could get seven, that's fantastic. I don't necessarily disagree with your teaser play either, Mike. I do believe the Jaguars will win this game. Um, but I would like to, if I was going to bet a side, I, I would take it here with Tennessee. Um, this is interesting. Uh, if you're backing the Jaguars or planning on doing so, the Jaguars are 5-0, and uh, excuse me, straight up and against the spread in final season home games versus a division opponent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this division has been interesting, hasn't it? Uh, uh, Seems like the Jaguars are always that team that spoils it in that last game of the regular <laughs> season against the Colts or, or whoever it is. And uh, they've got a chance to do a little more than the spoiling this time. Yeah, what's been different for me in back in the Jaguars is just the – uh, a sense of um, Trevor Lawrence still. I mean, I'll go back to his freshman year uh, and what people in the league were saying, that this guy is going to be the number one overall pick as a freshman. Uh, and, but you had to wait. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we waited, and we waited, and we waited. Uh, and there you go, Trevor Lawrence. It was unfortunate that he was paired up with Urban Meyer in that experiment, but they quickly corrected that. Uh, and they corrected it to the tune of having a Super Bowl winning head coach come in and help this young man. And uh, he's taken leaps and bounds, and he's not stopping yet. He's getting, he's going to get better. Where on the other side it is, Dobbs, and again, I, I don't fall in love with the stories, uh, but I know the realization of this is a guy who's starting his first game on the road under these circumstances. I mean, that's an immense amount of pressure, uh, and I don't know what he's made of yet, you know, for me to make a bet on him. But you're right. I mean, Derrick Henry, if he gets started uh, and if he's tough to stop – that's going to make it difficult for Jacksonville. But I go back to what Jacksonville can adjust to. 58-42 pass-run ratio. They have a ton of adjustments offensively. Uh, the additions on that side of the ball that they made in the offseason has played out and played out very, very well. Uh, so if this is a possession type of game, and again, Jacksonville has been in a number of those situations in the fourth quarter this entire season, and they started to find out how to win those games uh, that's why I'm siding with the Jacksonville Jaguars and the teaser situation. Yeah, first part of the season, they were awful in the yeah. fourth quarter. Yep. They were just getting manhandled uh, towards the end of games, and, and then they really turned that around. It seems like it kind of was uh, the turning point was when they beat the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Mm -hmm. You remember that comeback there. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Justin Tucker ended up missing a 60-some-yard field goal attempt at the very end at the buzzer in that one, and that seemed to kind of turn around the misfortune for the Jacksonville Jaguars in the fourth quarter. Um, Mike, I, I think if Tennessee wants to win this game, which of course they do, mm -hmm. uh, their game plan has to be uh, Derrick Henry defense. And I think they would prefer a lower scoring game. Right. The, the, and the Jaguars, I mentioned going over a lot of the numbers there, they're in their four game winning streak. They're averaging over 31 points per game. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's a, a big train to slow down there for the Tennessee defense. But the total in this game is very low. We're, we're under 40 now at 39 and a half. Would, would you want to go under or over that? Oh, man. Um, because the additions of the defense, like you're, you're talking about all treating people like that for Tennessee, right? right. The extra rest, you know, I, yeah. I think I think there's some factors in there. Um, you know, Jacksonville had some extra rest themselves. I mean, they didn't really play on Sunday. Well, that's another thing. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, good point there. Yeah. But that, that's another thing that we hadn't talked about. Mm -hmm. Tennessee played last Thursday. Yeah. 
they and they and now Jacksonville. Not only do they have a normal week, it's shortened by a week because we're playing on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you tend to forget all that with the, um, all this on the line. I'm just, I'm just trying to think. Is Josh? You know, is Joshua jo- Dobbs? You know, a guy who's making his first start, and he's been in the league for a minute. You know, as a backup, certainly as a roster spot or whatever. But now he's making his first. Mm-hmm. Start on the road. Highly intelligent football player. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, was efficient with the ball, like you mentioned, and he's going to be aided with with Derrick Henry. I can see why uh, you've taken the points there, um, but the ascent of, of Trevor Lawrence and ATN and, and all this Evan Ingram and all this. I mean, it it really is starting to come together that way for Jacksonville, along with the confidence as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they've been an awful lot of fun to watch. I, I kind of hope they win the game because I want to <laughs> see it continue. I want to watch Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. uh, and see what he can do in the postseason. That is going to do it for the Pro Football Blitz. The football contest show is coming up next. All football contests concluding here in Week 18. Circa Million, Circa Survivor, the Westgate Super Contest. It is down to the wire. It is sweat time in football contest land. Thank you to our entire crew. Thank you to Brian Ortega and Sean McCollum here in studio. Thank you to Dr. Bob Sports and also Mark Lawrence with Playbook Sports for providing some of the content we reference here on the show stick around mike and i will be right back we're coming right back for the football contest show on vsin the sports betting network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.